mean, but we had like stuff to do this weekend, and you know, we didn't get to do it. We're back at home, but that's yeah. okay. You know, it's, it's going to be a good a really here, a point long, that at your... It's still really a long weekend that we're still getting used to. Yeah, and that's the best part. Being on first shift, because like, we hang, were at the on, grocery store today. Hold on. Where are we? You've reached the chaise lounge. Oh, that's your job to say that, not mine. <laughs> we have to let people know, at least within the first, you know, little bit. That okay. You, so you've reached the chaise lounge. We're here for another week. You've reached Cricket. And Tom. And... I've got a list of stuff. He's got nothing to talk about. We're going to see where this takes us. I have a few things us. to talk about. Not many. Well, the the best part about this last week has been you being on first shift. Yes, my Let's first full week that. on first shift. First full week on first shift. This has been... It's like I, I don't know what to do with the extra time I'm getting with you. I, well, it was weird. We went to gro- we went, uh, grocery shopping today. And as we were leaving the store, I was like... Okay, i got to ask you this one more time. Are you sure that it's not Sunday yet? Because <laughs> it feels like it should be Sunday already. It does feel like it should be Sunday. It's very weird. Yeah, I'm just not used to having this much time at home on the weekends. Or this much time at home, period. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Because you got off work at what, like 4 o'clock on Friday? And I was already at home when you got here? I mean, I could have stayed later, but I left early because I thought we were going somewhere, but... That's okay. Our, our weekend plans got canceled, but um, we're going to have more weekend plans later on. Yep. And they'll be just as good as weekend plans. Yes, they will. Um. So. One thing I have to talk about. Of course. Is your uh, <clears throat> damn Ted Lasso show. I see. I had that on my list of stuff to talk about, too. So if you I haven't think watched this Ted Lasso show is is a, is a is a decent show from no, what it's I've a, seen. It's a really really good show. It's one of the best shows on television. It's it's about a a Kansas football college football coach who is taken to England and made the head coach of a football club in England. Soccer. Yeah, so well fo- football over there, soccer over there is football. Right. Um, so he has no clue what he's doing. Um, the, the whole point of the show is that, um, the lady that owns the show is trying to tank the team. And so she brings in somebody that doesn't know anything about football, hoping to tank the team because her ex-husband loved the team more than anything else. And she's trying to destroy him. So that's the premise of the show. And it's just filled with so much aggressive positivity. I can't describe it to you any better than that. You know what? You're, you're not taking over my segment. This I'm not is, taking over the you're, segment. You're trying I'm just... to talk this show up like it's... No, we, we are going <laughs> to downplay this show. How would you downplay my show? I freaking love Ted Lasso. It's because such a... this is a show about soccer. Okay? Soccer. Football. English football. Or football. However you want to say it. I don't give a damn. But... It is not a show about baseball. No, it's not about baseball. I have watched a few of these episodes with her, and, and I'll admit I like I enjoyed the show. It's not you know it's not a bad show, but I was doing something. You were in the kitchen. In the kitchen, and she was in here watching it. And during one of their practices, this show decided to play. <clears throat> Put me in coach, <laughs> which is a song that is specifically about 
baseball. They had no business, no right whatsoever playing that song during a show about soccer. I don't give a damn if the writer or the people in the show are baseball fans or not. Which I don't know how good of fans they really are. Because if they were, that wouldn't even have been a choice of a song to play. And I don't care what you try to come up with or how you try to justify it. I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now that whatever you come up with, you're wrong. I'm not trying to justify it. It is 100% a baseball song. That is a baseball song. That has no business being in a soccer. Oh, put me in, coach. I'm ready to play center field. It talks about... It's it doesn't belong in a soccer show. In that's sacrilegious. Defense of Bill Lawrence. There's no defense. I don't care if who he created the I show. I don't care if Major League Bull Durham, <laughs> for the love of the game, Angels in the outfield. Even I don't give a damn if he's a fan of any baseball movie. He should have known better than to put that song in a soccer show. There were a couple of homages in that specific episode to baseball. In fact, to Major League specifically, which is your favorite movie. Because but that song we, is not even played in that I, movie. I, let me let me freaking finish. No, because you're trying to justify. I'm and not no, justifying yes, anything. Are. What I'm there's telling no justification. you. Because there was a, there was one point when this dude was taking a corner kick and he hit it so far out that it hit the the windows of the. Uh, hit the windows of the box upstairs and in, in, in the building, which is like way out. And one of the other, um, one of the other players looked at him and goes just a bit outside. And I was like, Oh my God, that's for major league. So there was, there's like references and stuff like to baseball movies and, and things throughout the show because Bill Lawrence is, he loves baseball. I mean, he, no, the, he does. He wouldn't have put that song in there. The whole freaking premise. When I watched the first episode of Ted Lasso, you know what my first thought was? Holy shit, this show's Major League. Because it's the exact premise. A female owner of a club is trying to tank the club. Oh, I get that. But it's soccer. It's not baseball. <laughs> that song does not belong. Does think, not be I think it long. was just an homage. I think it was just an homage. No, that it's was not okay. an homage. You, you're pronouncing disgrace wrong. <laughs> Stupid. Well, stupid, anyway, stupid, stupid. notwithstanding, that is a really good show, and you need to watch it with me from the beginning. See, but now you're talking about Major League, and it was funny because we were sitting on the couch <laughs> last night watching TV, and I think she was actually getting about getting ready to go to bed. I was. And the opening song came on for Major League, and it's in the first notes of the song when the show comes on is a piano. Uh huh. Because it's 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 Randy Newman singing. The, the banks of the Cuyahoga, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it, that first piano note hit, and I was like scratching your back yeah, or he, rubbing he your back. He was doing something completely different, like wasn't paying attention to the TV or anything. No. And as soon as that first note hits, it I was like his what whole I was doing body and started was like, watching TV. <gasps> I was like, that's my show. She's like, what? Uh, she was just looking at me like, really? <laughs> I said, that's all it took. <laughs> I heard that first piano <laughs> note, and I already knew what my show was. That is my show, let me tell you. I want to see if I can 
my absolute favorite show, favorite movie ever, probably. Yeah. Because, I mean, this is that movie that word for word, beginning to end, I know. And she was actually laughing at me because, and the volume was down on it. And she went to go turn it up. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess you don't have to turn it up. I can do it all for us. <laughs> I want to see if I can get this to work real quick. You can just play it on your phone and the microphone will pick it up. But I think I can play it on this and it'll actually be part of the podcast. So. See, all I heard was that, Doom, and I knew immediately. And that first little piano trill just hit, and he was like, "It's oh, my show. It's my movie." <laughs> I mean, I knew quick. <laughs> okay, that I'm glad that worked. I'm, I'm glad to know that I can do that now because that means that I can play like TikToks and stuff on. Well, here. now you're gonna have to figure out how to get the, get the the baseball song on there a little bit, so people that don't know it put me can in. Coach. Say, "Oh yeah, I agree with Tom. That was stupid of them to put that in a baseball in a soccer movie." Dumb, dumb, dumb. Okay, hang on. I'm going to put this one on just to say we're going to play this real quick. Are you trying to figure out how to get to play? Okay, let's see. Can you do it? I think so. Well, let's see. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Listen for a soccer reference here. I'm ready to play today. Hmm, not yet. Oh, okay. I, I think that's a baseball position, if I'm not wrong. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's a baseball position. <laughs> that's all the song that you're getting. <laughs> I mean, did Mighty K strike out in soccer? No. <laughs> But it's so, no. it's so obvious that Bill Lawrence no. loves baseball. And, and what's so funny about the show is that if you go into Ted Lasso thinking it's a show about soccer, you're going to be sorely, sorely, sorely disappointed because it is not a show about soccer. They very rarely show soccer being played because it is obvious that these actors don't know how to play soccer. The show is not about soccer. The show is about relationships. And it's just beautiful. And you need to watch it. It's great. Leave him alone. He was going to go up there on the bed and be a good boy. Whatever. I'm trying this new Riscato tonight. It is tropical flavored. I don't know if I'm going to like it or not. You haven't tried it yet? I hadn't tried it yet. Oh, is that? This is the tropical. Oh, that's the new one that you tried? Yeah. I'm still sticking with the old faithful here. And when I run out of Cayman Jack margarita, I'll be busting up that bottle of wine I have. Oh, that's good. Or maybe Dos Equis. I haven't had a good dose of through my beer <clears throat> machine that Cardboard told me about. I got freaking drunk last night. Holy freaking Ooh, that crap. Is good. We went to Santo Coyote, Coyote. And we got Mexican food. And I ordered um, a Long Island iced tea. Whew. You could have started a fire I off think my the breath. The second one they gave you for sure, I think they was, forgot to put the tea. It was. And it was a small glass, too. Yeah, like, it was a was, little bitty I glass. I think that was just a mixture of different shots is all that shit was. It, oh, my God. Because I tasted it, and it was like, 
It felt like I was drinking. Look, it felt like I took a shot of whiskey. Yeah, I mean, it was liquor. It yeah, was. It was like, stout. You know, there's some there's some people when they make their Long Island iced teas, they put soda in it and they do other things to it to kind of cut the alcohol. No, 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 no. This was straight alcohol. Oh, if you'd have held a lighter up in front of my breath, I'd have looked like a dragon. Yeah. And, of course, I got the my favorite there, the uh, jalapeno margarita, which is really good. Yeah, because it's got... Because they even leave the jalapeno seeds in it. Yeah, it's got little chunks of jalapeno in the margarita. Yeah. And then they also do the uh, spicy mango margarita. Yeah, that was oh. a good one. That was a real good one. But by the time you got that spe- spicy mango margarita, I was two drinks in, and... Um, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I, I <laughs> nope. We we got home safely last night, but we had to Uber home because it was. Whew, I didn't. I, I neither one of us needed to drive. <laughs> no. Well, what's bad though is that. I mean, I, I mean, I had those two drinks, and I was not feeling drunk at all at the point. But I can't take that risk. Yeah. Yeah. Because one mark on my license, even in a personal vehicle, and I can lose my job. Right. Because I and have for, to turn that in. And for me, in. I was so fucking drunk, I did not need to be on the road. Just I mean, after- That's why like, I won't even drink on Sunday nights because I have to work on Sunday, and I know it won't affect me, and I know it won't be an issue, but, but that's never, not a chance I'm, I'm not going to yeah, take. We're just not going to take a Especially chance. now that I work first shift. Yeah. Because if you're hung over from the day before. So much earlier, I mean, that's just... It's not a risk I'm willing to take. You yeah. know? So you if I drink, it's risk. Friday nights, Saturday nights. Used to be only Saturday nights because I couldn't drink on Friday nights because I worked. Mm-hmm. But now I have two nights a week I can drink if I want. Heck yeah! And we're both off on Friday nights. That was so crazy. But I won't. But I will not drink during the week. Not even when I get home from work because I just it's it's just that one or two drinks I drink anyway. It's not really worth the risk of. Me losing my career over. Yeah, you know? no kidding. Losing my job. So. And this is a good job, and I don't yeah. want you to lose it. But but anyway, um, hey, so I've got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Can you take a guess at the largest consumer of glitter in the world? Largest consumer of glitter? Yes. Um, it's probably not what you're thinking. So it's probably not strippers? No, it's not strippers. Uh, teenage girls who got tired of bedazzling? No. Uh, largest consumer of glitter. What about the glitter bombs you can send people? No, but I sent the I sent one of those to somebody one time um, on behalf of a friend because right. her friend was going through a really nasty divorce, and so I sent the ex husband a glitter bomb, and he was so mad. <laughs> Oh, he did actually get it? He you got know it. it, yeah. He got it because he called her I, immediately. I, I remembered you doing that, and I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> he was being a jerk to her, so I sent her a glitter bomb, and it got him. It got all over the place. <laughs> but no, that's not the... Uh, that's so who not else the... uses glitter? I mean, other than like Elmer's glue? Mm-mm. Nope. And then I'm... I, I don't know. The boat industry. Oh yeah, I would have All thought of that. All their boats are nice and shiny and glittery. And do you know that they ha- that that has been a closely guarded secret in the glitter industry until here recently when somebody figured it out. They and if you go up and you ask people in the glitter industry who their largest consumer is, they will not tell you. It's a trade secret. They try to keep that shit under wraps. But Apparently it's the boat industry. Wraps under wraps very well. It is the boat industry. Huh. 
Somebody said that's an example of toxic masculinity because these big bad boys don't want you to know that their boats are all glittery and pretty. <laughs> well, that's just like I saw this, uh, that 50% of, or some, it might have been even higher, of all the world's hazelnut consumption mm-hmm. is used in making Nutella. Really? Like the majority of all hazelnuts used in, in the world is used to make Nutella. What else are you going to use a hazelnut for? Nobody uses hazelnuts for anything. I like the hazelnut creamer and coffee. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. See, I'm 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 just I'm a basic bitch. I like vanilla. You got the second B word. Right? <laughs> I think everybody heard you when you said that. What? Did I said your hair looks really nice tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what you said, honey. <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna tell everybody. Uh, I mean, it's not gonna be funny on here, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you just, you're just gonna have to recreate. You're just gonna have to tell the joke and then tell them what my reaction was. Well, I told shit. Sarah a joke that I read, but, but he didn't tell it like it was a joke. I did not tell it like it was a joke. Um, I really like talked it up, and I had her like conversating and like actually engaged in this. And I was telling, her, I said we were driving somewhere yesterday, and I told her, "Oh, hey, did you hear that story?" And she's like, no, what? And I was like, you know, the one about the, 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 that, that guy that does the opening, what is it called? The opening he's, shot. He's the, he's the, he's the starter, the starter for with the starter pistol. Yeah, the starter pistol. The guy with the starter pistol. And, and, you know, that he actually wasn't paying attention or something and actually managed to injure an athlete because he, he, he actually misfired the gun and shot somebody. And and immediately Craig was over here. She's like, "Oh my God, how do you fuck that up?" I mean, it's just. And she was just like going on. She's like, "How can somebody be so dumb?" And I was like, and, 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 I was, <laughs> and all of a sudden, I just told her, "I said, like, yeah, they're pretty sure it was race related." <laughs> and just the look on her face on how it just changed from a, "Oh my God, I can't believe this happened," to an immediate. You gotta be fucking kidding you me! You gotta be fucking kidding me! Really. <laughs> You did not, I did not think that was a joke. <laughs> you t- you sold it though. Oh, I sold you it You absolutely good. sold it because I did not know it was a joke until I heard the punchline and I was like, oh my God, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Just the look on her face was pure disappointment immediately. <laughs> like if she could have, if she would have had something, she would have stabbed me, I'm sure. Probably, yeah. But I was driving and so I couldn't, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't stab you as I was going down the road. <laughs> then I told her the other one about the, the the new gun shop that's opening up, and the guy that owns it is named T Rex because uh-huh. he's a small arms dealer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's one I like too. A nurse walks into a bank totally exhausted after an 18 hour shift. She grabs a deposit slip. Pulls out a rectal thermometer out of her purse and tries to write with it. And she's like, realize her mistake. She looks at the flabbergasted bank teller and without missing a beat, she says, well, that's just great. Now some asshole's got my pen. (laughs) That reminds me, you remember on Scrubs when they had the ass box? No. Yeah, because you remember Turk. Oh, all the stuff Turk, that they had pulled yeah, out of people's butts. Yeah, that they butts. pulled out of people's butts. Turk needed a gift for Carla 
and it was like last minute so he didn't have time to go to the store and so he got something out of what he thought was the lost and found and gave it to Carla and then it come to find out that wasn't the lost and found that was the ass box that was a box that they had put stuff that they pulled out of people's asses and he gave her an ass pin <laughs> and she was so pissed when she found out now that right there is another show that if you decided one weekend hey you want to watch Scrubs from the beginning? I could sit there all day and watch that show. That's such a good show. Because I would be sitting there just waiting for the one episode with Ego. That was always <laughs> one of my favorite sections, you know? Well, it, it, it's so... it's Bill Lawrence created that show. He also created Ted Lasso. Um, and he created a new show called Shrinking, which it, you need to watch. So he did good before he fucked up Ted Lasso. Okay. I'm just, I'm just getting some history here, but go ahead. That was almost but, the same look you gave me when I gave you that punchline of that joke. Yeah, it, it almost was. If looks could have killed, you'd be curled up like a bug right oh, now. <laughs> I'd have been dead in the car yesterday. <laughs> that was this morning. We were on our way to Waffle House. Was it this morning? That was this morning. That's how oh, okay. long today has been. Oh my God, yeah, it has. Yeah, because we got up kind of early this morning. It's been weird because normally we, on Saturdays, our day doesn't start till like 1.30, 2 o'clock. Yeah. Because that's when you get out of bed. But our day started at like seven thirty, eight o'clock this morning. Assuming how long the day's gone, I wonder what t- if Cardboard's going to get home in time to play some Xbox. I don't know. I'm sure your boyfriend will be online later. Well, it's like I told him. He's like, if he listens to this, well, yes, we refer to you, Cardboard, as his boyfriend. Well, it's funny because I texted him yesterday because uh, I said, well, because me, him, and his wife were playing the ranked uh-huh. and uh, multiplayer. And. We played a couple of games, and she was just like, and I even said, okay, I'm going to play one more, and I'm going to get off, because it's starting. I'm starting to get a little tired. And she's, and they're like, okay, okay, that's fine. So we played a game, and the next thing you know, she's like, oh, well, we lost that one. we got to play one more. You don't want to end your night on that. And I went, oh, my God. <laughs> I, I was like, are you two reading from a fucking script over there? Because you two sound exactly alike. Because... If I'm not careful, cardboard will sit there and try to one more one more round, one more round. Oh, we died too quick that time. Let's play one more round. And next thing you know, it's three hours later because he's still one more rounding it. <laughs> and so I actually have to try to be an adult sometimes and shut him off. Like, no, no, dude. You said one more round three rounds ago. We're done. You <laughs> got to like get a, off. You're like a bartender at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, it's like I have to cut him off because he wants to keep going. <laughs> but uh, I told him that, you know, we needed to get off and that – uh. And then, you know, maybe we can play some more this weekend. And they're like, oh, we're going to go meet some friends and, um, like, go into the casino or meet them out to eat. And I'm like, he's like, you know, adult stuff. And I'm like, hey, hey, you need to plan that adult stuff better, man. And he goes, oh, I know. I said, you need to get your priorities straight. <laughs> and he's like, well, this is something that she had planned for us. And I was like, well, I get that. And I said, but she needs to realize now that we don't get to play our normal time during the week. And by the time I've been getting home, we don't have much time to play because you're getting ready to go to bed. Saturday nights, that's my time. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, well, you need to tell her. (laughs) It it absolutely is. I have to give you up on Saturday night. She has to give him up on Saturday nights because the two of you have a standing date. And the women are not involved in this date. And y'all keep trying to get, like, other stuff playing and it's messing shit up. Well, now you can play with him during the week. Don't touch me all condescending like that woman. (laughs) 
I apologize for the child yelling in the background. We told him we were starting the podcast. <laughs> actually, you didn't. T- well, he actually walked by, so he knew he was. Yeah, we were he doing knew it. we were doing it, but that's okay. That's okay. Um, <laughs> look at Yassified Grogu. Hey, I do want to tell some good news. Um, was there some kind of change on Fox News this week? <laughs> Something happened. I'm trying to remember. The best I, I thing can't ever. It was, I can't remember. It was something little. No, it was something big. What was that? Friday night. Last Friday a week ago. Tucker fucker Carlson. Tucker rhymes with fucker. Carlson. Signed oh, off. that's right. On his show on Friday night. Hey, we'll see you Monday. And then Monday fucking rolls around, and 10 minutes before his show starts, Rupert fucking Murdoch calls him and says, Hey, guess what? You're You're fired. fired. And then Tucker fucker Carlson does not have a show anymore. Now, there's a bunch of conspiracy theories about why it happened. We really don't know the, the main reason why Tucker was fired. It's either because of the Dominion lawsuit, because he was one well, of the see, named I don't people think it in the has Dominion to do lawsuit. That because if that's the case, then if it was all, I don't think it was mostly because of the Dominion lawsuit. Because if it is, Laura Ingram would have been gone. Well, Maria Barromo had got fired. But over Hannity this. would have been gone. Yeah. Well, Hannity may be next. But we we all pretty sure the main reason Tucker got gone is because of the shit he was doing to one of his. Uh, so producer, yeah. So one of his assistants or something. One of his assistants uh, is has or one of his former producers, like junior producers, has filed a lawsuit against Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, and Tucker Carlson, saying that there was a toxic work environment, hostile work environment. It was hostile to women. Tucker himself was creating the environment, saying you know, like uh, looking down on women and and uh, you know, sex, sexist and sexual jokes and just all kinds of stuff that made it very difficult to be a woman in this environment. And so she's suing him for that. Yeah. And in the course of the Dominion lawsuit, we got a bunch of text messages from Tucker's cell phone where he was disparaging Fox, he was disparaging Trump, saying how much he hated Trump and all this other stuff. Apparently, we haven't seen the worst of those text messages. Yeah. Because the lawsuit against him about the toxic work environment has brought out more text messages. And he was talking shit about Daddy Rupert. Mm-hmm. And you don't do that. And the last I heard, the most credible story that I heard about what happened is one of the kids, one of Murdoch's kids, found out about these texts where Tucker is talking shit about Fox management and talking shit about the Murdoch family, went to Daddy Murdoch and said, hey, "Hey, we got to do something about this. And fucking Rupert called Tucker himself and said, you're out. And you got to realize, too, I bet you every other person that does a live show for them, I bet you every one of them is butthole puckered. Because if they got rid of their number one ratings getter. Ain't none of them safe. No, none of them are safe. That job security they all thought they had. Well, Janine Pirro got fired. Maria Bartiromo got fired. Tucker got fired. Uh, there's no telling who's next because 
they have the Dominion lawsuit. They have the lawsuit coming about the toxic work environment. They've got Smartmatic following right behind them. And they're getting, they got it to where they can use a lot of the stuff that was used in Dominion can be used in their case. And Smartmatic has already said, guess what, buddy? We're not settling for a penny less than $787.5 million because that's what Dominion got. We're not settling for a penny less. In other words, see you in court, motherfucker. But see, but I think that's already changing because originally it was, they were saying the same thing Dominion was saying, that we're not going to settle. We're not going to settle. We want to go to court. Well, you're, it's, it's, a corn, it's a coin flip when you go to court. It's a coin Honest, flip? It's a corn flip, yeah. Uh, corn it's flip? corn. No. <laughs> How do you flip corn? I don't know. I suppose you just flip it. You can pop it. Yeah. There's a lot of things you can pop. Cook it. Mm-hmm. Pop and lock. I can't pop and lock. If I popped, it would pop that p word. If I popped and locked, I would definitely lock, and I wouldn't be able to move. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, they um, I forget where you you completely threw me off my groove here. We were just talking about everybody worrying about their jobs and who got fired. Yeah, so they they definitely they definitely are worried about their jobs because I mean if they're gonna the the eight o'clock slot on uh, Fox News is the number one ratings getter and Tucker um kind of catapulted them once once they fired bill o'reilly because he originally had that spot they fired him for sexual harassment and uh tucker took over and his ratings were far greater than bill o'reilly's ever were i wonder if newsmax is sitting over there going this could be our time (laughs) they are but dominion also has a lawsuit against newsmax and oan so OAN, yeah, that's the the really freaking they are, crazy ones. They are absolutely bug shit nuts. I mean, they are. Yeah. OAN is one of those people that tell you aliens are controlling Joe Biden from their spaceships above the Earth. I mean, like those the are Jewish those space lasers. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, that's that's a fucking sitting Congress person. That's Marjorie. That's Sasquatch. I can't believe there's that. I mean, how stupid she is. And to think that there's people around that's stupid enough to vote for her. I know. Like, I don't understand that. Like, what are you thinking? They've been fed a steady diet of Democrats are evil. Democrats are out to get your kids. Democrats are out to do this, that, and the other thing. To the point that they are willing to vote for a literal crazy person. Over somebody who they believe is Yeah, but they'll sit there and say, yeah, Democrats are out for their kids, but yet it's a fucking Republican that's out there justifying 12-year-old girls getting fucking married to grown men. Well. Or do you know any 12-year-old girls that got married? Well, I do, and they're still married. See, that's why I... Let me finish. That's why I could never be in Congress of any kind. (laughs) Because they would have to install the bleep button for me. Uh-huh. Because I would be one in the back yelling, Are you fucking serious, you goddamn idiot? How can you sit up there and justify a grown-ass man marrying a 12-year-old girl? He clarified what you later. Need, it don't matter. What he needs, people like that, they need one thing. They need a grade-A ass-whooping by somebody... To just to try to haul off and just beat the fucking stupid out of them. And he, I will volunteer for it. He clarified later. He was not talking about a 12-year-old marrying a grown man. He was talking about two 12-year-olds that had sex and she got pregnant. 
And they got married and lived with their families in different states until they were old enough to start living together. Which somehow, he thinks, makes that better. Why would you marry a 12-year-old to another 12-year-old? Why would you do that? I don't, like, I don't fucking understand it. If you've watched The Good Place, you'll know the line from Cheaty. You know that's worse, right? You you have to know that that's worse. But yeah, he, he Missouri, because this this was a Missouri lawmaker who was defending 12-year-olds getting married. Missouri is known by child predators as a state where you can take your rape victim to the state and marry them. Mm-hmm. People come to Missouri to marry their underage rape victims. Yeah. And this guy was defending that shit. Absolutely defending it. I, I just... Okay. <laughs> let, let me, a little uh, family history for you. I have been taught, or I have been told the story my entire life, of the fact that my grandmother on my dad's side was 16 when he had her. When, when she had him. When she had my dad, she was 16. Okay. Okay. My grandmother doesn't know how to drive. She was expected to have dinner on the table at 5.30 every day. She was expected to do certain things. She was allowed to have a job, but Grandpa took her to work every day. Because she did not know how to drive. And that was that was just the... And growing up, when you see these things, you just think they're normal. Oh, yeah, it's normal that grandma doesn't know how to drive. Oh, yeah, it's normal that she had a kid at 16. That's not that big a deal. No, no, no. When you go back and think about this and deconstruct all the stuff out of this relationship, my grandmother was 15, 14 probably, when she married my 32-year-old grandfather. My grandfather is a bona fide 100% fucking pedophile. And I was raised to think that that story was normal. Ugh. Yeah, when when you're when when you're in water, when a fish is in water, they don't know they're in water. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't know it's weird when you're in it, and when you've been raised that way. But if I went to my dad right now and said, "Your dad's a pedophile," he'd be like, "Oh no, that was normal back then. That doesn't make it okay." So you're just saying that pedophilia was normal back then. Yeah, that doesn't make it okay. She was 15 when she married. She had two kids by the time she was 18. She married him at 15, had two kids by the time she was 18. Unfucking believable. And never and and, and he he absolutely 100% controlled her life because she was not allowed to leave the house unless he knew where she was going. The fact that she didn't know how to drive was not some cute little family story that, oh, grandma doesn't know how to drive. That was a control measure that my grandfather implemented to make sure that his teenage bride didn't get away from him. Well, back then is what the Republicans are trying to get back to, and that's women as property. Yeah, she was 100% his property. 100%. That's why I like. I, I want somebody to, who votes Republican to justify why they do. Because you're voting for somebody who's taking away LGBTQ rights, taking away women's rights, basically taking away the rights of children. 
You're taking away the rights of everybody who is not cisgender, white, Christian, and male. Yeah. And a property owner. They want you to be a property owner to do stuff. I mean, I, I just... <clears throat> you, you can't justify that to me anymore. Mm-mm. And, and isn't it so crazy that, you know, five years ago you'd have been like, no, yeah, I'm a Republican. And now you're like, no, fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Because I was the same way. I, mean, I was never that big into politics, but if someone would ask me what side do I lean for, I just, I'd have just, from what little bit I knew, mm-hmm. I would have said Republican. Well, I've, I've been politically plugged in since 1992. When Bill Clinton got into office, and I've said this before, I thought it was cool that Chelsea was my age. You know, I thought that was neat that there was a 12-year-old in the White House. That's, that's cool. And so I paid attention. And I remember the, the sex scandal and all this other stuff. And I remember my parents talking about how bad Democrats are and everything. And so up until 2016, 2016 is the first time that I, ha- that I didn't vote Republican. Mm-hmm. It's the first time. I mean, yeah, it's just I just I, I I'd like somebody to justify. It. Now I don't say you should just automatically vote Democrat. That's not what I'm saying. No, you need to do your research. I don't think you should be <clears throat> dead set on saying I'm voting for all these people because they got the R next to their name, or I'm voting for all these people because they got the D next to their name. No, I think everybody should just you know what I'm an independent. I'm going to see what these people are saying they're about. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to go from there. So, but I don't know. Well, but there's actually some Republicans that are speaking out against all the crazy shit that the main Republicans are doing. Well, that's the reason that, well, that's one of two reasons that Sarah Fuckabee Sanders is, is governor here in Arkansas. Because number one, Asa Hutchins hit a term limit. So he couldn't run again. But number two, he was speaking out against Trump. And these fucking rednecks here in Arkansas are like, oh, we can't talk about bad about the great dear leader. We got to get somebody in there that knows what they're doing and, and is going to support the dear leader no matter what. And so they voted in Fuckabee Sanders. Yeah. She's a cunt. Yeah. Well, I think that's unfair to cunts. That's true. I apologize to all those real C's out there. <laughs> I didn't mean to uh, downgrade you into the same category as her. Ugh. She's so gross. Um, On other news, uh, Les Gold died. Who? Les Gold. Who's that? Uh, okay, you know you have uh, Rick and all them guys from Pawn Stars? Mm-hmm. This is the the guy that did the other pawn. What was it? Uh, Hardcore pawn. Hardcore pawn. Okay. Less gold. I liked watching that show because it was a hundred percent scripted. Like it was a hundred percent scripted. And you've got you've got pawn stars, and they're like actually doing like okay, you know, we can give you this much for this, and you get to see like the history and everything. Hardcore pawn. When you watch that, it was just a bunch of people just like yelling at each other over shit that they had pawned and wanted back. It was the best. It was like Jerry Springer. Speaking of. Yeah, also but, died this yeah. week, but but Les Gold died. I think they actually died the same day. That's really or sad. Within a day of each other. I enjoyed watching Hardcore Pawn. That was that was a that's a comfort show. <laughs> yeah, and when when I watched that, there's only one episode. I was like, y'all are a fucking idiot for buying that. Yeah, and that's because he somebody was trying to sell a, a battery powered like big forklift. Uh huh. 
and they're like, man, this is going to be great. We can use it in the back. We can use it for this. And I'm like, what you just paid for that forklift from that guy? Really cheap? You're going to pay that much or you're going to have to rent a charger for the battery. <laughs> you dumb shit. Because when that battery goes dead, that forklift is nothing but a giant ass fucking Big paperweight. paperweight. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, you have no idea what you just did, dude. Nope. That's somebody that has no earthly idea. Because you can't just retrofit it to be a You can't just plug propane. it in the wall. Like, you can't just plug it in the no, wall. No, These things have, like, special chargers, and they have, mm-hmm. like, big industrial size battery chargers. That And what's funny is a lot of the batteries comes from the company that Cardboard works at. Because <laughs> I took a picture of one one day and showed it to him. He's like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, ah. Oh. I was like, yeah, we've got your batteries here. I'm not going to mention the name of the company. Yeah. Because there is like several different companies that make them, but he works for one of them. <laughs> Apparently, he likes that job, though. He's been there for a long time. Good. Good, good, good. When we move up to Pennsylvania, you'll have to get a job there with him. <laughs> yeah, I ain't driving a truck up north. Fuck that. I ain't pulling that snow. <laughs> Hell no. But no, because we can't move to Pennsylvania to go because they, they may be moving to uh, New York somewhere. So I guess we'll have to move to New York. State, not city. Oh, I'll say fuck that city. I'd like to move to. I'd like to move to New York State. That's a a safe haven. I'm a southern warm temperature (coughs) guy. You keep trying to get me up north, and this shit ain't gonna work for me. What about Colorado? Too cold? No. As long as I don't have to drive a truck. Okay. I could. I could live in Colorado. If I'm a a house bitch, I'll I'll move anywhere you want. I don't give a damn. Well, I'm I'm working on the house bitch status. I hit okay. Which is my dream job, in case nobody knows. That is my dream job to be a house bitch. I have told her repeatedly, I'm not in this whole machismo bullshit where the guy works and the woman stays home. Fuck that. If she can make enough money to support all the things that we need and all the things that we want and all that kind of shit, <laughs> I don't give a damn. I will be a house bitch. Keep the house clean. Laundry done. <laughs> dishes done. Oh, okay, baby. You come home about five o'clock every day. I'll have the I'll have dinner already in the oven, or on the stove, be ready to go at five thirty. And hey, if you want to take a bath that day, you just text me on your way home, and I'll have that fucking bath, hot bath with a bath bomb in it, ready for you when you get home. I don't give a damn. If I don't have to work, I will go on record. I am a hundred percent into being a house bitch. He says this, but I remember when he was home more often than he was not home. And none of that stuff happened. I kept that house clean. You did. You did keep the house clean. I kept the laundry done. That's I kept true. the fucking yard mode. But, I did everything. But you never drew a bath for me, and because you, you, you never asked. Oh, oh, but so that, I that, have to ask. No, You're you supposed think, to anticipate my needs. We didn't have a bath, and you don't like taking baths. That's true. I don't like taking baths. It was so sweet for my birthday this year. Or no, was it Christmas this year? You got me some bath bombs. I still have all of them left over because I think I've taken one bath since Christmas. No. One of your children picked those out for you. And I love them so much. It's so freaking sweet. Just like cheesecake that you got in that fridge, you better not let that shit go bad. I'm not. Because one of your other kids picked it out for you for your birthday, and that was the main thing they wanted to get you because they knew you liked cheesecake, and they were very excited to get that for you. And I'm very excited to get it. Very. I just have Ooh, to be real careful. But yeah. <laughs> the Cayman Jack's starting to hit. Um, <laughs> so while we're, while we're sort of on politics, did you know that Ron DeSantis is being sued by Disney? 
No. Yeah, he's being sued for government overreach. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Rhonda Sanis is being sued by Disney for government overreach because Disney is saying he's using his political power and he's using his office as the governor to carry out a vendetta against a private company based on their beliefs, which you cannot do. Like, you can't do that. That's against the First Amendment. Because like Mitt Romney said, corporations are people, my friend, which means a person has First Amendment rights. And if they choose that they want to have pride and all this other stuff in Disney, Ron DeSantis has nothing he can say about that. But he keeps trying to say things about it and preventing them from having pride. And they're like, okay, because you're doing all of this shit, you've, you've fired our board, you've taken over the Disney parks, you've done all this stuff because you don't agree with us. This is insane government overreach. You cannot do this. So, in retaliation, DeSantis had... <laughs> I'm sorry, this is so funny. DeSantis had merchandise made that says DeSantis on it, but it's in the Disney script. So it looks like the Disney writing. <laughs> oh. Because as we all know, the worst lawyers that Disney has are the ones that are over their IP and their copyright laws. <laughs> and if DeSantis is going up against Disney and their copyright lawyers, they are going to fucking destroy him. <laughs> yeah. They are going to destroy this man like you don't even know they are going to salt the earth he walks on because Disney does not fucking play with their intellectual property or their copyrights they sued a, <clears throat> a freaking daycare center that had painted Mickey Mouse on the outside of their daycare center they sued those guys yeah, exactly. That was my response, too. I was like, what the fuck? Are you, like, actually evil? But now that they're suing DeSantis, I'm like, oh, he's fucked. They're not suing the state of Florida. They're suing DeSantis specifically. Because, like, I, you know, I was thinking about, you know, even, like, they're going up against the state of Florida, even. They, Florida would lose that because Disney has more money than Florida. Disney has more money than God at this point. I mean, they... It's I, unlimited. DeSantis does not understand the fight that he has picked here. Because Marvel and everything? Like, I think... I, I wonder about how many times these higher executives in Sony lay awake in bed at night way back when and think of how bad they fucked up. Uh-huh. Cuz when they bought the rights to Spider-Man, they fucked up. No, they didn't fuck up by buying the rights to Spider-Man. They fucked up because they were asked about are you interested in buying Marvel. the rights to any other of Marvel yeah. characters? And their response was, "No. Nobody gives a shit." About any of the other characters. Well, if you think about it, Thor, B-grade star, you know, B-grade character. Yeah. Not even an A-grade character. Iron Man, not an A-grade character. All of these characters that have become the things that we associate with Marvel were not their top money getters 
in the comics. These guys are B-level stars at best. Yeah, all your main, all your popular ones were Spider-Man, Hulk, and Superman. Yeah. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Well, DC. Those were DC, but yeah. Well, yeah, but still. But yeah, but, but you had you had a few you had a few big ones, and that was it. And then Disney or Marvel came along, and you know what Marvel did that nobody else had ever done before? Make good superhero movies. But do you know why? Because they hired the right fucking people to do it. What they did was they did not hire movie makers to make these movies. They hired nerds. And they said, Well, they didn't hire movie makers, but they made sure that they had the nerds that you're referring to highly involved. Well, the thing is, when when they when they did it, and and this is something that has worked with, with Marvel, and this is something that is working with Star Wars currently, Dave Filoni, John Favreau, huge comic book fans, huge Star Wars fans, absolute fucking nerds. They're they're Luke Skywalker in their bedroom making the vroom vroom noises with the fucking spaceships. Okay, mm. these guys are nerds. And Disney did not come. Disney did not come in here and say we want you to make this, 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 and this. What they said was, "You have this much of a budget. Go make a movie." And they allowed these nerds to make movies based off things that the nerds wanted to see. And it turns out that when you let a nerd make a movie, other nerds want to go watch it. And it ends up making you a bajillion dollars and makes you one of the biggest companies in the world. And Ron DeSantis has taken on... <laughs> that big fucking company. He's an <laughs> idiot. Well, it, 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 it's like... he's like He seems like to me like he's an entitled kid who thinks he can do whatever he wants and get away with it. Because he's never been told no in his entire life. He's like Trump. Yeah. He's never been told no. He's been told, oh baby, we'll get it for you. It'll be okay. Don't you worry. You just keep doing your, your... You're always right, honey. He's been given the participation trophies, but what he doesn't understand is that Disney will grind him under the same boot that they have ground everybody else under. But what is DeSantis to... You can describe him as... Quoting... Okay, we were talking about Scrubs earlier. <clears throat> quoting uh, Cox. Wrong, 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 You're wrong. You're wrong. Because <laughs> he's gonna, he's getting his ass handed to him. Yeah, he definitely will. I mean, this this is not going to end well for him. No, it will not in the slightest. And I, I honestly, I don't think he is smart enough to have figured that out yet. I'm out of alcohol. I'm sorry. Would you like some? Would you like a little bit of my wine? Yep. Here, drink a little bit of this. My glass is empty. Oh, nose. Both of my Cayman Jacks are gone. <laughs> and boy, when you drink that much and it's on an empty stomach, it kind of hits. Um, have you heard about the Twitter alternative? Is that true social? No. No, it is not. Because truth is about to file for bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, imagine that. Blue Sky is what it's called. Blue Sky. And it was created by Jack Dorsey, the same guy who created Twitter. And it's basically a Twitter clone. But Jack Dorsey owns the IP that created Twitter, so he can do that. 
And so Elon has bought Twitter and is turning it into a raging cesspool. And Jack Dorsey said, whatever, fuck y'all, I'll just recreate it. So he's created this new Blue Sky app. And um, it's, it's, an, it's an alternate. Yeah, well, you have to be invited to it. I, and every, yeah, it's, it's still kind of in beta testing just now. Um, I will be a beta tester. I know, but there's a lot not of Not really, because I'm not going to get on there. <laughs> I was just looking to see if it was actually there. But there, but there's, I've got it on my phone. I'm waiting for an invite. Um, but yeah, so Jack Dorsey's like, you know, whatever. If you're going to tank my original IP, I'll just make a new one. And fuck you, Elon. Because everybody's like fleeing the blue sky and they like it. But, um. Oh, so this is something that I think about when I'm high. Yes, I see that. This is something that I think about when I'm high. Um. Have you ever thought about how weird language is? All the time. Yeah. Language is really, really weird. And, you know, people talk about how in Mandarin, if you pronounce the stress on a syllable slightly wrong, it changes the meaning of the word. And they're like, oh, well, that's what makes the language so hard. If you get the stress incorrect, then it changes the meaning of the word. And they're like, oh, well, that must not happen in other languages because I don't, you know, whatever. Um, my brother in Christ, <laughs> may I introduce you to the English language? <laughs> yeah. If you take two words that are spelled identical, M, um, M-I-N-U-N-U-T-E, M-I-N-U-T-E. Right. Pronounce the stress on the first part of that syllable. Minute. That's the second part of the syllable. Minute. That's the first part of the syllable. Whatever. So you've got minute and you've got minute mean completely different things. Yep. So if you stress the syllable a little differently, it changes the meaning of the word. Um, if you ch- if you change the meaning of the word, if you change the stress on the syllable, it changes it from, is it an adverb to a verb? From a descriptor to a to an action verb? I'm trying to remember the words that, the, that they gave an, ex- an example for that. But if you change the stress... Um, uh, help me out here. Um, talk for just a second. I want to look something up. Do what? Talk about what? About oh, about how the the language. I mean, I, I guess it doesn't seem that way because that's the one we were basically grown into and raised in. But what I hear, what I've heard, is that English is one of the hardest language to learn as a second language. Mm-hmm. And what gets me is that when you hear, you have people that are, okay, like somebody, say somebody is, that's fluent in multiple languages, uh-huh. right? You, you're not fluent in two languages, but you know some Spanish, right? Right. So if I say the word or the color azul, uh-huh. in your brain, you hear azul, but you're thinking, okay, that's blue. Right. So what I wonder is someone that, that say if they were raised bilingual, uh-huh. and then they learned all these other languages. If they hear the word blue in a completely different language, in their mind, do they thinking? Are they thinking, okay, that's blue, or or are they thinking, oh, that's a sul? So. This is this is another thing that I this is this is another one of these rabbit trails I go down when I'm high. Okay. I think about stuff like this. 
Uh, like, like here's here's an example of a stressed syllable. Project. And project. And project. Same word means two different things. Project, project. Um, but when you think about how you think of words, how you are introduced to words, everybody does things differently. But typically, if I say a blue truck, what are you going to see in your mind? Are you going to see the word blue truck in your mind? Or are you going to see an image of a blue truck? An image of a blue truck. You're going to see an image of a blue truck. Um, If I say bed, you're going to see an image of a bed. If I say dog, you're going to see an image of a dog. We We have, the way we learn English and the way that we learn languages is we associate them with things that we see and we can imagine. And so every word that you say is going to bring up a feeling or an emotion or a picture of that word in your brain so that you associate it with it. So that's why it's so difficult to learn other languages because you don't have the association in that language that you have with your native language. You're thinking word means this when you're learning a new language. Does that make sense? Yes. You're not you're not you're not thinking you're not thinking when I say kama you're not thinking bed. You're thinking the word, oh, that means bed in English. I wouldn't have known that because I didn't know what that word was. But, but like you said with azul, you don't right. actually picture the color blue when I say azul. You picture the word blue, which means something specific in English. And then from the word blue in English, you picture the concept of blue. Right. Okay, so you're doing like a two or three step procedure when you're learning a new language versus something that was a native language and you were taught to when you were taught when you were a kid. You have the association that you're thinking of in your native language. So the way that the way that I my brain processes language is a little weird because like for example, I keep going back to when I'm high. Her brain processes everything weird. It does. But like when I'm high. But don't tell her I said that. <laughs> I'll be thinking in a sentence. And sometimes I'll think of the concept of that sentence. The concepts behind what sentence I'm thinking. But in a lot of times. When I hear somebody say something. I'll actually see the word in my brain. Like watching subtitles go past. So sometimes that's when, because everything you watch on TV has fucking subtitles. And that's because so I annoying. Can't, because I can't fucking hear. But like, for example, when you talk to me, if it seems like sometimes I'm not listening to you, it's not that I'm not listening to you. I'm focused on the words that I see in my brain of, that are coming out of your mouth. No, you're waiting for the subtitles to come across. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the subtitles. And sometimes the subtitles are a little garbled and I don't understand what you said. And so it's a little difficult for me to keep up with the conversation. And I don't know if that has anything to do with my ADHD or if that's just the way my brain processes things. Because believe it or not, there are people out there who don't see pictures in their brains when you say things to them. Did you know that? I figured there's got to be somebody. I mean. If you say the word truck to somebody, they do not immediately picture a truck. What they picture is the word truck. Because their brains don't don't comprehend. Yeah, but stuff even like the that. ones that picture an actual truck are all going to picture a different kind of truck. Yeah, like I'm picturing a 1983 Chevrolet, white with a red stripe down it. So when you tell me truck, I'm thinking of a truck truck, like a 18 wheeler truck. 
Yeah. And that's that's a difference of how language works. You associate different things than I do. Or a Ford, you know, fixed or repaired daily. <laughs> Found on road dead. <laughs> Kia killed in action. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well, anyway that's that's my deep thoughts for the night those are my well, those are different words night. I mean you got like B-A-S-S bass and bass C-O-N-T-R-A-C-T C-O-N contract or contract or contract yeah there's a bunch of them that's just weird like that but anyway, so everybody likes to talk about how Mandarin is the hardest language in the world. I would like to posit that English is actually the hardest language in the world because it is three languages wearing a trench coat. See, what I wonder, though... Arkansas like, and Kansas. Right, hold on. But what I look at is, like, if I hear somebody speaking Mandarin, it sounds like they're making the same sounds, damn near, over and over and over. You know? Yeah. But if you... So I wonder, is someone that grew up born into that, Here's people speaking English, and they're thinking it all sounds the same. The way I understand it is that Asian languages are more difficult for somebody who speaks English because everything sounds the same, and Western languages are harder for Asian people to speak but for, the, for the exact same reason. Your brain is wired a certain way, and if it's wired for Asian... Well, the way my brain is wired, I need to figure out how to go back in time and fire that fucking electrician, because he fucked it up. (laughs) He was one of those guys that pretended to have an electrician's license, and he was actually a fucking plumber or something. Right. he, he, He screwed the pooch on that one. Speaking of screwing the pooch... Okay. Complete subject change, but I had to talk about this Let's before go. we end the podcast. Let's go. Where are we going? Steven Crowder is a piece of shit human being. Oh, that's the guy that is that's all pissed off that women can divorce their husbands without her, the husband's approval? Yes. In Texas? He apparently has been going through a divorce since, two, since 2001. We just now found out about it because he spoke out about it on his show. And honestly, I think the only reason he spoke out about it on his show was because he was trying to get in front of some bad press that was about to come out. He's trying to come out ahead of it so he can try to to direct the narrative on it. That's exactly what he's doing. Trying to basically steal some of the thunder and lessen the blow of people finding out how much of a piece of shit he is. Yes. So a video came out this week of Steven Crowder talking to his eight-month pregnant wife she was pregnant with twins she was literally barefoot and pregnant in front of him and he was sitting on a couch on their patio demanding that she perform a chore for him that he could very easily have gotten up off his ass to do they needed to give the dog a pill this pill is not something that she can handle safely because she is eight months pregnant and the chemicals from that and pill chemi- can get in her system. Exactly. So he was telling her, just put on gloves and do it. Just put on gloves and do it. And he kept trying. she kept trying to tell him, look, I need to go to the store. I need to take a car and go to the store. He kept telling her no because he needed the car. They only have one car. 
And a lot of people have been pointing out, oh, well, they only have one car. They, you know, making fun of the fact, oh, he's got plenty of money. Why does he only have one car? It is a control issue. The same reason that my grandfather only had one car is the same reason that Stephen Crowder only has one car because he wants to control his wife's movements. But he was telling her that she needed to put on gloves and give this dog, his dog, this medicine that it needed. Um, he kept bitching at her over stuff that she wasn't doing. She needed to be a better wife is what he kept saying. Well, he told her that she needed to be more disciplined as a wife. Yes. Um, she kept saying to him repeatedly, I love you. I am committed to you. But. I am committed to you. I love you, Stephen. I need to do this thing. I need some space. I need to go visit my family. And he would not let her visit her family. He would not give her space. He would not do any of these things that she wanted. And the first time that I watched this video and I kept hearing her say, I love you, I love you, I love you repeatedly, I thought she was trying to convince herself of the fact that she loved him. And the second time that I watched it, I was like, holy shit, this is a defense mechanism from an abused woman. She is trying to remind him that she loves him so that he will not hurt her. It's like now, she's trying to get away. She's trying to get in a car to get away, and she's trying to say that in hopes that that'll be what will keep her from getting the shit beat out of her or something. Yeah. Now, Or he, just degraded very... He is a quote-unquote good Christian man. He would never lay a hand on her. Yeah, that's what makes you a good Christian man, you piece of shit motherfucker. But I guarantee you, he has prevented her from leaving a room. He has stood over her and yelled at her. He's probably put his fist through a wall more than once. He's intimidated her. He's cussed at her. He's made her feel small. He's isolated her from her family. He has done all of these things, which is textbook abuse. And then he gets on his show and he preaches about good family dynamics and what a good Christian he is and all of this stuff and how you should live your life just like him because he's such a good Christian and how you should be just like him and he is the worst piece of shit on the planet and I guarantee you that this video that just leaked is not the worst of what she's got up her sleeve. No, I'm sure more will come out. Yeah, because he is an absolute piece of shit motherfucker and I cannot believe I ever used to listen to him because I used to watch him on YouTube and I thought it was funny. But he's not funny anymore. Yeah. This is not funny anymore. And when he, she was saying something to him, because she actually called him abusive. She said, you're being abusive right now. And his response to that was, watch it. And the hackles on the back of my neck raised up when he said that. Because the way he said it, that is an abusive man telling a woman she needs to guard her mouth or he's going to slap the shit out of her. Yeah. But anyway, I just I had to bring that up before we brought the end of the podcast because Steven Crowder is a piece of shit human being and he needs he needs to be taken care of. I'm gonna mention something completely off subject again. We have Big Bang Theory like constantly playing in the background. Oh yeah, constantly. <clears throat> but I just noticed something. Mm-hmm. When people wear watches, they always wear them on their non dominant hand. Right? Typically, yeah. Typically. So if you're left, you're right-handed, you're going to wear it on your left arm. Typically. Like my cousin growing up, he was left-handed. If he wore a watch, he wore it on his right hand. Right. And that's mostly because like when you're writing and stuff, you don't want it clanging on shit mm-hmm. when you're trying to write. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Amy Farrah Fowler. Mayim Bally. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming she is because I think I've seen her character right in the show before. Her character's right-handed. Mm-hmm. I just saw a scene where she's wearing a watch. She's wearing it on her right hand. Now, I used to wear my watch on my right hand, and I'm right-hand dominant. That's it was you're, just you're fucked in. It, it was just more up, comfortable though. to wear it on that side. You're just weird. Let's see what she's she's in the scene. So let's see what does it show her watch? No, she's got long sleeves on. Yeah, it doesn't show. But it showed in the last scene when she was standing sitting there, where you could kind of see up her shirt sleeve a little bit. You could see her watch is on her right hand. Uh-huh. See, like right now, Sheldon, he's right-handed. Look where his watch is. Uh-huh. A minute ago, it showed Leonard. Leonard had a watch on his left hand because he's right-handed. Mm-hmm. But anytime I've seen her write, she's writing. She had, she would, she had written stuff down with her right hand. Maybe she's ambidextrous. But she has her watch on her right arm. And you can kind of see how her shirt sleeve is. Her bulged. shirt sleeve coming up, yeah, just a little bit on her right hand. Maybe it's just more comfortable for her to do that. I don't know. Who knows? Mm. Anyway, I think we need to pull it to a close because we're both very drunk right now and we're losing uh-huh. the thread. <laughs> and I'm hungry. And I'm, I'm hungry and I've got chicken that marinating right now. Marinating chicken. It's going to be so... I'm marinating it in... You know the... Um, we're marinating chicken titty. You know the... Um, I mean breast. The, the salad. Uh, yeah. The but salad good dressing. Pollo. The salad dressing that you get at, at uh, Olive Garden. That's what I've got it marinating in. It's going to be so good. So good. Oh, you didn't tell people about my... Uh, those businesses that I saw this week. What businesses? The ones that are so, that are like advertising of being against cues. Oh, <laughs> I think that works better as a written joke, though. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that one. That was funny. Anti cues and pro cues. Well, if if you can figure out how we spell it, just uh, look up anti cues and see which. Yeah, look <laughs> up. It's these businesses that are like blatantly against a cue for some reason, and I don't get it. I mean, what's so bad about a cue? <laughs> I mean, it's just something that's in line to happen next. It's I in guess a queue. so. I guess so. But why are these companies so far against them? Like they got signs outside that they are anti cues. It just. <laughs> I don't understand what the big deal is about it. I don't know why. I don't know why they're so Poor against them. Cues. They're they're cue bigots. Cues didn't hurt nobody. All right, we're bringing it to a close. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. You can find me on Instagram at Cricket Shay One. You can find me on TikTok at Cricket Shay. You can find me on Facebook Cricket Shay. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Cricket. Excuse me, at Cricket Shay. <laughs> Woo! Do they have to type in the? In the middle, or can yes. they just do cricket shake? Yes, they have to do the uh in the oh, okay. middle. All right. you know, cricket uh, shake. Okay. Cricket uh, shake. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I don't know how to spell uh, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> but come along if you like it, and thank you for joining us this week. And we'll see you next week. Bye.